This week on Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras, Tripura Sundri, The Beauty of the Three Worlds. I'm Ben Collins, and this podcast is presented by Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web. In the previous two netcasts, we've seen two powerful and rather frightening images of the Divine Feminine, Kali and Tara. The next form is Tripura Sundari, the most beautiful form of the goddess. She's also known as Lalita, Kameshwari, Raja Rajeshwari, and Chodasi. Tripura Sundari is usually mentioned third after Kali and Tara, and is considered to be an Adi Mahavidya, or primary form of the Divine Feminine. And this is also fitting with Kali's association with Shiva, Tara's association with Brahma being a form of Saraswati. And so Lalita, Tripura Sundari, goes with the third member of the Hindu trinity, Vishnu. A description of her qualities can be found in the delightful Lalita Sahasranam, For years, every fall, the tradition at the Malibu Temple has been to recite Lalita Sahasranam in its entirety every evening during the nine days of Navaratri. And this tradition is quite common in temples in India, and we continue it every Navaratri at our Yagya facility in Kanchipuram, which, interestingly enough, is right across the street from the temple where Lalita Sahasranam was first cognized. From the Sahasranam, the thousand and eight names or mantras or namas for Lalita, some of the ones that I like best are as follows. I find them charming and even humorous, and in our world where so many lives are uh, lost fighting over whose god is best or more powerful or the only true god, it's not difficult to imagine how much different life might be if there was a little more of the goddess involved in world religions. It's very difficult to imagine conflict breaking out over whose goddess was more beautiful, more gentle, or more charming. So I want to go through some of my favorite mantras. I think you'll enjoy them. The first one right at the beginning of the Sahasranam is On Srimat Simha Saneshwariye Namaha, which means I bow down to the great queen who is enthroned on the lion's back. And this is clearly a reference to Durga, who rides the lion. And a reminder, of course, that all forms of the goddess are really one and the same. Some of my other favorites describe her great beauty, and it's worth mentioning that they are not just some poetic flights of fancy, but rather simple observations of the Rishi, and what an experience it must have been. Om Vaktra Lakshmi Parivaha Kalan Minabha Lochanaye Namaha. I bow down to she whose eyes move like fish in the streams of beauty flowing from her face. Om Manda Smita Prabhapura Majat Kanesha Manasaye Namaha. I bow down to she whose radiant smile inundates the mind of Kameshwara, her husband, which of course means Shiva. Om Nabhalya Vala Romali La Tafala Namaha. I bow down to she whose breasts look like fruits on the creeper of the hairline spreading upwards from her navel. Om Manikya Mukut Akara Janu Davyaya Virajitaye Namaha. I bow down to she whose two knees are like crowns shaped from the precious stoned Manikya. 
Om Kurma Prashta Janish Nu Prapad Anivatiye Namaha. I bow down to her, the arch of whose feet rivals the shapeliness and beauty of the back of a tortoise. Om Shivaye Namaha. I bow down to she who is the consort of Shiva and the source of his power. And of course, there are many spiritually oriented namas. Om Sahaswar Ambuja Rudhaye Namaha. I bow down to her who ascends to the thousand petal lotus known as the Sahasrara's Chakra. Om Kundalinye Namaha. I bow down to her who resides in the Muladhara Chakra as the Kundalini. Om Bhakti Priyaye Namaha. I bow down to her who is fond of pure devotion. Om Abrahma Kitajanaye Namaha. I bow down to the generator of all forms, from Brahma down to a worm. Om Vagdadishvaraye Namaha. I bow down to she who presides over speech. Om Dhyana Gamyaye Namaha. I bow down to she who is known through meditation. And now I'm going to force myself to stop because it would be so easy to go through all 1,008 names because they're so interesting and full of color in life. There's a lot of insight to be gained from them, so perhaps that would be appropriate for a future podcast. Now, in the south of India, Tripura Sundari is known as Sri Vidya, the form of goddess as mantra, and she's worshipped in the form of the Sri Chakra. She does not usually have temples dedicated to her specifically, but rather you'll typically see the Sri Chakra in temples dedicated to other forms of the goddess, such as in the Minakshi Temple in Madurai, or the Kamakshi Temple in Kanchipuram, and the great Ranganayaki Temple in Sri Rangam. And this again is evidence that all of the different goddesses are just seen as different forms of one entity. And in David Kingsley's book on the Mahavidyas, he makes reference to a temple to Raja Rajeshwari in Varanasi that supposedly has so much of her attractive power that you can physically feel the magnetic pull when having darshan or viewing the deity there. Supposedly, no one is strong enough to spend the night in her temple, and that after too much time in her presence, people tend to go crazy. And according to Kingsley, her priests do not last very long in that temple. So this is similar to a story about the Kamakshi Devi Temple in Kanchipuram in Tamil Nadu, In this ancient temple town, all of the temples are oriented towards her temple, the Kamakshi David Temple, even though it violates the usual rules of Vastu, which typically state that a temple should always face east. In the old days, around the year 800 AD, Adi Shankara came to this temple because the goddess there was so fierce and powerful that people were dropping dead after seeing her because the power was too great. So Shankara took Kamakshi out of the Murti and into his own body so that he could then transfer her to a Sri Chakra that now sits at her feet in the inner sanctum. And having visited this temple, I can tell you that there is a certain sense of power there, but now it is much more a sense of great softness and a feeling of the Divine Mother. So it must have worked, and even more, a testament to the power of Shankara, one of India's great saints. And indeed, whenever we hear stories of the Divine Feminine, there's always that direct sense of unconquerable power. 
Frequently we see Brahma giving a boon that turns out badly because it empowers the demon who then comes back and torments the gods with his newfound power. Or Shiva or Vishnu having to win a battle with a demon purely by trickery or deception. But with the goddess, it's difficult to think of an example of a mistake, with possible exception of Sita's desire for the golden deer in the Ramayana. The goddess is always right, always direct, and she never loses a battle. In the case of Tripura Sundri, this is also true, and as always, these stories intertwine, and in this case, uh, more than most, as you'll soon see. To pick things up in the middle of the action, the gods were in trouble and were being oppressed by a demon, which they needed Shiva uh, to, to take care of by having a son because of a boon that the demon uh, won from Brahma, which said that he could only be killed by a son of Shiva. Well, this had been a very calculated move by the demon who knew that Shiva wasn't interested in marriage or women or sons because after the death of his wife Sati, he was always found sitting in meditation off in the Himalayas. Well, one day, Parvati brought Kama, the god of love, to distract Shiva long enough for him to open his eyes, see Parvati, and become transfixed by her beauty so that everything that they needed to have happen could then proceed from there. So Kama went and wafted the sounds and smells of springtime in the direction of Shiva. Well, this interrupted Shiva, who stirred from his meditations and instantly burned Kama to death with a single glance from his spiritual eye. Well, in this version of the story, Shiva's assistants, Ganas, take the ashes and make an image of a man and then ask Shiva to teach him a powerful mantra. Well, Shiva agrees and teaches him a mantra that allows this individual to instantly gain half the strength of any adversary. Shiva also grants him rulership of the world for 60,000 years. And Shiva sends the man off saying, Bond, bond, which means good, good. Well, as these things go, there was a slight catch, because the man was born from Shiva's wrath or his anger at being interrupted. Panda, or Bandasura, as he is known, turns into a fierce and wrathful demon. So Banda is so full of his power that he attacks Indra, the king of the gods, who then appears, appeals to Tripura Sundri for some help. But she doesn't respond immediately, and in fact, by the time she agrees to help Indra, Panda's 60,000 years are up. The gods arrange the marriage of Shiva and Tripura Sundri, and after some time, she and her army go off to do battle. Well, Banda wasn't terribly impressed, and as he, she, he sees her and her army arrive, he laughs at her, saying that they will be as ineffective as her name, Lalita, which means soft. He should have known better. Lalita, or Tripura Sundri, starts to bring forth different deities or avatars to do battle with the demons that Banda himself creates. So Banda creates Hiranyakashipu, and Lalita creates Pralada, both of whom figure prominently in the story of Narasimha. Banda creates Ravana, and Lalita brings forth Rama from one of her fingernails. And incidentally, in the Lalita Sahasranam, she is referred to as she from whose ten fingernails come the ten incarnations of Vishnu. Well, Banda brings forth Mahishasura, and Lalita creates Durga, 
who then slains, slays Mahisasura. The battle is described in detail in the Brahmana Purana and interestingly includes a story about the creation of Ganesha, which is different from the one that we all know when Ganesha was created by Parvati to uh, guard her from uh, Shiva's interruptions while she was taking a bath. And of course, Shiva arrives and cuts off Ganesha's head, which when he finds out how mad that makes his wife, he quickly replaces it with an elephant's head. Well, in this case, uh, Banda and his generals have pulled out a powerful yantra that saps all the will to fight from Lalita's army. He operated the great mystical yantra, Jaya Vigna, because of which the Shaktis lost all their will to fight. Mantini and Danata, in great agitation, uh, reported the calamity to Lalita, who laughed and smiled, showing her red teeth. From her laugh emerged the elephant-headed lord of the Ganas. With his tusks, he split apart the slab on which the Jaya Vigna Yantra had been drawn. The Shaktis retained their, regained their strength, and Ganapati's army of Ganas attacked the demons. Vishnukra, one of Bhandu's generals, sent the Gaja Ashura weapon against Ganeshvara, who slew him with little effort. As a reward, Lalita gave Ganeshvara the boon of being worshipped before all other deities. And to this day, Ganesha is worshipped first in all pujas and yagyas. And then later in the battle, Vishnukra discharged the Trishna missile, afflicting all Shaktis with acute thirst. Mantini then advised Dandanatha to call forth the deity Sura Sindhu, uh, ocean of liquor, who showered torrents of various types of liquor to reinvigorate the Shaktis, who drank joyously, and then they decimated the Danava army. So it's an interesting reference to liquor, which is pretty much prohibited in most of the rest of the Vedic or Hindu traditions, but accepted in the Shakti uh, or goddess worship tradition. And of course, in my own offhanded, mischievous nature, I can't help but say that perhaps Mantini, her Shakti mentioned above, might be mistranslated, and perhaps it was the original form of the Martini. Finally, Tripura Sundari kills Banda and Rati. Kama's wife pleads with her to restore her husband to life, because without him there is no desire in the world, and everything is running down, because without desire the universe will just gradually wind down to a stop. So Tripura Sundari agrees and restores him to life. And in all the different Vedic or Hindu traditions, we find a confusing array of qualities assigned to each deity. In a sense, they are all supreme, and while some of that may be attributed to the zeal of their devotees, in a sense, it's also true that ultimately all of creation is divine, and so every aspect of creation is an expression of divinity. So it would be equally true that the creator, maintainer, and destroyer are Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, respectively. But from the perspective of Tripura Sundari, she is all three who are sometimes seen as being emanations from her own creative spirit. Most of you will have seen a Sri Chakra, which appears to be an interlocking triangle inside a lotus form. She is associated with all sorts of threes. Her mantra has three clusters of three syllables. She represents the reality that is expressed in speaker, 
that which is spoken and the objects which the speech refer to. She, has she is seen as residing in the sun, the moon, and Agni, fire, which is a reference to her all-pervading nature. She's found everywhere. She is the three principal powers, Icha Shakti, the power of will, Jnana Shakti, the power of knowledge, and Kriya Shakti, the power of action. She's also known as Shodasi, which literally means she who is 16. Appropriately, she is often shown in this form as a beautiful 16-year-old girl, although the number 16 has other references. When Shiva names her Shodasi, uh, he is referring to 16 qualities, good qualities, and the moon has 15 different tithis, uh, or phases of the moon, which repeat twice in a month. So her position as the 16th is a reference to her status as being beyond all the phases of the moon and thus beyond time itself. And of course, Lalita, or Shodashi, as she is uh, beauty itself, which encompasses the sensual as well. As one author said, the word Lalita has eight meanings, brilliancy, manifestation, sweetness, fixity, energy, grace, and generosity. These are the eight exalted human qualities. The Kama Shastra says that Lalita implies sensuality and the tenderness that accompanies it. Her bow is made from sugar cane, her arrows are flowers, and everything connected with her is lovely. And so what could be more the opposite of Kali, and yet ultimately they're just one and the same? This week we're going to begin with some mantras for Sri Shodasi, or as they say at the beginning, Bhava, followed by the Shodakshi Kalyani Stotram. It's about six minutes in length. And we'll follow that with the Lalita Treshati Stotra by Hayagriva. It's a little bit long at 20 minutes, but I think you'll enjoy it. And as always, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. बाला गायत्री मंत्रह क्लीम त्रिपुरा देवी विद्महे कामेश्वरी दीमही क्लिन्नो तन्न प्रचोदयात श्रीम ख्रीम क्लीम आयम सौह ओम ख्रीम श्रीम कयेई लक्रीम Kasakalakrim, Sakalakrim, Sohu, Aim, Klim, Krim, Shrim. Shodashi Kalyani Stotram Kalyana Prishti Bhirivam Ritapurita Bihi Lakshmi Swayam Paranamangalati Pika Bihi Seva Biramba Tavapada saroja mule Nakari kim manasi bhakti matam jananam Yetava deva janani sprihani yamaste Tvadvandaneshu salilasta saroja netre Sanitya mudya darunam buja sodarasya Tvadvigrahasya sudaya Araya Plutasya Ishat Prabhava Kanushaha Katinamasanti Brahmadayaha Pratidinam Pralaya Bhibhutaha 
ಹ್ರೀಂಕಾರಸಂಪುಟೇನ ಮಹತಾ ಮಂತ್ರೇಣ ಸಂದೀಪಿತಂ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಪ್ರತಿಸರ ತವ ಪುರೋ ಮಾತರ್ಜಪೇನ್ಮಂತ್ರವಿತ್ ತಕ್ಷೋಣಿಭುಜೋಷಗ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮೀಶ್ಚಿರಂಸ್ಥಾಯಿ ನಿರ್ಮಲಸೂಕ್ತಿಭರಿತ ಜಾಗರ್ತಿ ದೀರ್ಘಯಶ್ರಹ್ಮವಿರಚಿತ ಷೋಡಶೀ ಕಲ್ಯಾಣಿ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಸಮಾಪ್ತ ಶ್ರೀಲಿತ್ರಿಶತಿಸ್ತೋತ್ರರತ್ನಾಮಳಿ ಅಶ್ಯಶ್ರೀಲಿತ್ರಿಶತಿಸ್ತೋತ್ರಮಹಾಮಂತ್ರಸ್ಯಗವಾನ್ಹಯಗ್ರೀವರ್ಷಿ
ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराध्याय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीमध्याय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीं शिखामय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराकुंडाशिखाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराशशिचंद्रिकाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराभास्कुच्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराबोधसंचलाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराकंदांगुरीकाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराकपरायणा नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराधीर्घिकांस्य नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराध्यानके नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीताराण्यहरण्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारावालवल्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारपंचरशुख्य नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारांगणदीपिकाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारगंधरासिंह नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारांबोधभृंगिकाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारसुमणोमाध्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ह्रीतारतरुमंजर्य नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सकाराख्याय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं समरसाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सकलागमसंस्तुताय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सर्वेदातात्पर्यभूम्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सदसदाश्रयाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सकलाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सच्चिदानंदाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं साध्य नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सद्गतिदाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सनकादिमुनिध्येयाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सदाशिवकुटुंबिन्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सकलाधिष्ठानूपाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सत्वाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सामग्रे नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सर्वपंच नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सामनाधिकवर्जिताय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सर्वोत्तुंगाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं संगहीनाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सगुणाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं सकलेष्टदाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं ककारिण्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं काव्यलोलाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर मनोहराय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर प्राणनाढ़ नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेशोत्संगवासी नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेशरालिंगिताय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर सुख प्रदाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर प्रणयिन्ई नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर विलासी नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर तपस्वी नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर मन प्रियाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर प्राणनाथाय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर विमोहिन्ये नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर ब्रह्म विद्याय नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वर गृहेश्वर्य नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं कामेश्वराह्लादक नम ओमैं ह्रीं श्रीं 
ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಮಕೋಟಿ ನಿಲಯಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಕಾಂಕ್ಷಿತಾರ್ಚತಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಕಾರಿಣ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧರೂಪಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಧಿಯೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧವಾಂಚಿತಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಪಾಪಮನೋದೂರಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಾಹಂಕಾರದುರ್ಗಮಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಶಕ್ತೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧದೇಹಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧೈಶ್ವರ್ಯ ಸಮುನ್ನತ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಬುದ್ಧಯೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಲೀಲಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಯೌವನಶಾಲಿನ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಾತಿಶಯ ಸರ್ವಾಂಗ ಸೌಂದರ್ಯಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧವಿಭ್ರಮಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧರಾಗಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಗತ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧನಾನಾಗಮಸ್ಥಿತ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಭೋಗಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಸುಖಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಲಬ್ಧಹರ್ಷಾಭಿಪೂಜಿತಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಮೂರ್ತ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಸೌಧಸಿಂಧಕಪೋತಿಕಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರದುಗ್ಧಾಬ್ಧಿಸುಧಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಕಮಲೇಂದಿರಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಮಣಿದೀಪಾರ್ಚಿಷೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರತರುಷಾರಿಕಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಪೇಟಕಮಣಯೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರದರ್ಶಬಿಂಬಿಕಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಕೋಶಾಶೀಲತಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಾಸ್ಥಾನರ್ತಕ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಶುಕ್ತಿಕಾಮುಕ್ತಾಮನಯೇ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಬೋಧಿತಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಮಯ ಸೌವರ್ಣ ಸ್ತಂಭವಿದ್ರುಮಪುತ್ರಿಕಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರವೇದೋಪನಿಷದಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಾಧ್ವರದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರನಂದನಾರಾಮಣವಕಲ್ಪಕಲ್ಲರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಹಿಮವದ್ಗಂಗಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಾರ್ನವಕೌಸ್ತುಭಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಮಂತ್ರಸರ್ವಸ್ವಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಪ್ರೀಂಕಾರಪರಸೌಖ್ಯದಾಯೈ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಐಂ ಹ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಂ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ರಾಜರಾಜೇಶ್ವರ್ಯೈ ನಮಃ